Canto 28 Terrestrial Paradise The Divine Forest Eager already to search in and round the heavenly forest, dense and living green, which tempered to the eyes the newborn day, without more delay I left the bank, taking the level country slowly, slowly over the soil that everywhere breathes fragrance. A softly breathing air that no mutation had in itself, upon the forehead smote me, no heavier blow than of a gentle wind, whereat the branches, lightly tremulous, did all of them bow downward toward that side where its first shadow casts the holy mountain, yet not from their upright direction swayed, so that the little birds upon their tops should leave the practice of each art of theirs. But with full ravishment the hours of prime, singing, received they in the midst of leaves that ever bore a burden to their rhymes such as from branch to branch goes gathering on through the pine forest on the shore of Chiasi when Aeolus unlooses the Sirocco. Already my slow steps had carried me into the ancient wood so far that I could not perceive where I had entered it, and lo, my further course a stream cut off, which toward the left hand with its little waves bent down the grass that on its margin sprang. All waters that on earth most limpid are would seem to have within themselves some mixture compared with that which nothing doth conceal, although it moves on with a brown current under the shade perpetual that never ray of the sun lets in nor of the moon. With feet I stayed, and with mine eyes I passed beyond the rivulet to look upon the great variety of the fresh may. And there appeared to me, even as appears suddenly something that doth turn aside through very wonder every other thought, a lady all alone who went along singing and culling floweret after floweret, with which her pathway was all painted over. Ah, beauteous lady, who in rays of love dost warm thyself, if I may trust to looks, which the heart's witnesses are wont to be, may the desire come unto thee to draw near to this river's bank, I said to her, so much that I might hear what thou art singing. Thou makest me remember where and what Proserpina that moment was when lost her mother her, and she herself the spring. As turns herself, with feet together pressed, and to the ground a lady who is dancing, and hardly puts one foot before the other, on the vermilion and the yellow flowerets she turned towards me, not in other wise than maiden who her modest eyes cast down, and my entreaties made to be content so near approaching, that the dulcet sound came unto me together with its meaning. As soon as she was where the grasses are bathed by the waters of the beauteous river, to lift her eyes she granted me the boon. I do not think there shone so great a light under the lids of Venus when transfixed by her own son beyond his usual custom. Erect upon the other bank she smiled, bearing full many colors in her hands, which that high land produces without seed. Apart three paces did the river make us, but Hellespont, where Xerxes passed across, a curb still to all human arrogance, more hatred from Leander did not suffer for rolling between Sestos and Abydos than that from me, because it oped not then. Ye are newcomers, and because I smile, began she, peradventure in this place elect to human nature for its nest, some apprehension keeps you marveling. But the psalm delectasti giveth light which has the power to uncloud your intellect. And thou who foremost art and didst entreat me, speak, if thou wouldst hear more, for I came ready to all thy questionings as far as needful. The water, said I, and the forest sound are combating within me my new faith in something which I heard opposed to this. Whence she, I will relate how from its cause proceedeth that which maketh thee to wonder, and purge away the cloud that smites upon thee. The good supreme, soul in itself delighting, created man good, and this goodly place gave him as hansel of eternal peace. By his default short while he sojourned here, by his default to weeping and to toil he changed his innocent laughter and sweet play. That the disturbance which below is made by exhalations of the land and water, which far as may be follow after heat, might not upon mankind wage any war, this mount ascended towards the heaven so high and is exempt from there where it is locked. Now since the universal atmosphere turns in a circuit with the primal motion, unless the circle is broken on some side, upon this height that all is disengaged in living ether doth this motion strike and make the forest sound, for it is dense. And so much power the stricken plant possesses that with its virtue it imprends the air, and this, revolving, scatters it around. 
And yonder earth, according as tis worthy in self or in its clime, conceives and bears of diverse qualities the diverse trees. It should not seem a marvel then on earth, this being heard, whenever any plant without seed manifest, there taketh root. And thou must know this holy table-land in which thou art is full of every seed, and fruit has in it never gathered there. The water which thou seest springs not from vein restored by vapor that the cold condenses, like to a stream that gains or loses breath, but issues from a fountain safe and certain, which by the will of God as much regains as it discharges, open on two sides. Upon this side with virtue it descends, which takes away all memory of sin. On that, of every good deed done, restores it. Here leth, as upon the other side, unaway it is called, and worketh not if first on either side it be not tasted. This every other savour doth transcend, and notwithstanding slaked so far may be thy thirst, that I reveal to thee no more, I'll give thee a corollary still in grace, nor think my speech will be to thee less dear if, if it spread out beyond my promise to thee. Those who in ancient times have feigned and song the age of gold in its felicity dreamed of this place perhaps upon Parnassus. Here was the human race in innocence. Here evermore was spring and every fruit. This is the nectar of which each one speaks. Then backward did I turn me wholly round unto my poets, and saw that with a smile they had been listening to these closing words. Then to the beautiful lady turned mine eyes. Canto 29 The River Lev The Mystic Pageant of the Church Singing like unto an enamoured lady, she, with the ending of her words, continued, Beati quorum tecta sunt peccata. And even as nymphs that wandered all alone among the sylvan shadows, sedulous one to avoid and one to see the sun, she then against the stream moved onward, going along the bank, and I abreast of her, her little steps with little steps attending. Between her steps and mine were not a hundred, when equally the margins gave a turn, in such a way that to the east I faced. Nor even thus our way continued far, before the lady wholly turned herself unto me, saying, Brother, look and listen. And lo, a sudden luster ran across on every side athwart the spacious forest, such that it made me doubt if it were lightning. But since the lightning ceases as it comes, and that, continuing, brightened more and more, within my thought I said, What thing is this? And a delicious melody there ran along the luminous air, whence holy zeal made me rebuke the hardihood of Eve. For there where the earth and heaven obedient were, the woman only, and but just created, could not endure to stay neath any veil, underneath which, had she devoutly stayed, I sooner should have tasted those delights ineffable, and for a longer time. While mid such manifold first fruits I walked of the eternal pleasure all enwrapped, and still solicitous of more delights, in front of us like an enkindled fire became the air beneath the verdant boughs, and the sweet sound as singing now was heard. O virgin sacrosanct, if ever hunger, vigils, or cold for you I have endured, the occasion spurs me their reward to claim. Now Helicon must needs pour forth for me, and with her choir Urania must assist me, to put in verse things difficult to think. A little farther on, seven trees of gold in semblance, the long space still intervening between ourselves and them did counterfeit. And when I had approached so near to them, the common object, which the sense deceives, lost not by distance any of its marks. The faculty that lends discourse to reason did apprehend that they were candlesticks, and in the voices of the song, Hosanna. Above them flamed the harness beautiful, far brighter than the moon in the serene of midnight at the middle of her month. I turned me round with admiration filled to good Virgilius, and he answered me with visage no less full of wonderment. Then back I turned my face to those high things which moved themselves towards us so sedately they had been distanced by new-wedded brides. The lady chid me, Why dost thou burn only so with affection for the living lights, and dost not look at what comes after them? Then saw I people, as behind their leaders, coming behind them, garmented in white, and such a whiteness never was on earth. The water on my left flank was resplendent, and back to me reflected my left side, even as a mirror if I looked therein. When I upon my margin had such posts that nothing but the stream divided us, better to see I gave my steps repose. 
and I beheld the flamelets onward go, leaving behind themselves the air depicted, and they of trailing pennons had the semblance, so that at overhead remained distinct with sevenfold lists, all of them of the colors whence the sun's bow is made, and Delia's girdle. These standards to the rearward longer were than was my sight, and as it seemed to ten paces were the outermost apart. Under so fair a heaven as I describe, the four and twenty elders, two by two, came on in coronet with flower de luce. They all of them were singing, Blessed thou among the daughters of Adam art, and blessed forevermore shall be thy loveliness. After the flowers and other tender grasses in front of me upon the other margin were disencumbered of that race elect, even as in heaven star followeth after star, there came close after them four animals, in coronet each one with a verdant leaf. Plumed with six wings was every one of them, the plumage full of eyes. The eyes of Argus, if they were living, would be such as these. Reader, to trace their forms no more I waste my rhymes, for other spendings press me so, that I in this cannot be prodigal. But read Ezekiel, who depicted them, as he beheld them from the region cold, coming with cloud, with whirlwind, and with fire. And such as thou shalt find them in his pages, such were they here, saving that in their plumage John is with me, and differeth from him. The interval between these four contained a chariot triumphal on two wheels, which by a griffin's neck came drawn along. And upward he extended both his wings between the middle list and three and three, so that he injured none by cleaving it. So high they rose that they were lost to sight. His limbs were gold so far as he was bird, and white the others with vermilion mingled. Not only Rome with no such splendid car e'er gladdened Africanus or Augustus, but poor to it that of the sun would be, that of the sun which swerving was burnt up as the importunate horizon of earth when Jove was so mysteriously just. Three maidens at the right wheel in a circle came onward dancing, one so very red that in the fire she hardly had been noted. The second was as if her flesh and bones had all been fashioned out of emerald. The third appeared as snow but newly fallen. And now they seemed conducted by the white, now by the red, and from the song of her the others took their step, or slow or swift. Upon the left hand four made holiday, vested in purple, following the measure of one of them with three eyes in her head. In rear of all the group here treated of, two old men I beheld, unlike in habit, but like in gait, each dignified and grave. One showed himself as one of the disciples of that supreme Hippocrates, whom nature made for the animals she holds most dear. Contrary care the other manifested, with sword so shining and sharp, it caused terror to me on this side of the river. Thereafter four I saw of humble aspect, and behind all an aged man alone, walking in sleep with countenance acute. And like the foremost company, these seven were habited, yet of the flower de luce, no garland round about the head they wore, but of the rose, and other flowers vermilion. At little distance would the sight have sworn that all were in a flame above their brows. And when the car was opposite to me, thunder was heard, and all that folk august seemed to have further progress interdicted, there with the vanward ensign standing still. Canto 30. The Appearance of Beatrice. The Disappearance of Virgil. When the septentrion of the highest heaven, which never either setting new or rising, nor veil of other cloud than that of sin, and which made every one therein aware of his own duty, as the lower makes whoever turns the helm to come to port, motionless halted, the voracious people that came at first between it and the griffin turned themselves to the car as to their peace. And one of them, as if by heaven commissioned, singing, Veni sponsa de Libano, shouted three times, and all the others after. Even as the blessed at the final summons shall rise up quickened, each one from his cavern, uplifting light the reinvested flesh, so upon that celestial chariot a hundred rose at the voice of so venerable an old man, ministers and messengers of life eternal. They all were saying, Benedictus qui venis, and scattering flowers above and round about, Manibus odate lilia plenis. Ere now have I beheld, as day began, the eastern hemisphere all tinged with rose, and the other heaven with fair serene adorned, and the sun's face uprising, overshadowed, so that by tempering influence of vapors for a long interval the eye sustained it. 
thus in the bosom of a cloud of flowers which from those hands angelical ascended, and downward fell again inside and out, over her snow-white veil with olive chinked, appeared a lady under a green mantle, vested in color of the living flame. And my own spirit, that already now so long a time had been, that in her presence trembling with awe it had not stood abashed, without more knowledge having by mine eyes, through occult virtue that from her proceeded, of ancient love the mighty influence felt. As soon as on my vision smote the power sublime, that had already pierced me through, ere from my boyhood I had yet come forth, to the left hand I turned with that reliance with which the little child runs to his mother, when he has fear, or when he is afflicted, to say unto Virgilius, Not a drachma of blood remains in me, that does not tremble. I know the traces of the ancient flame." But us Virgilius of himself deprived had left, Virgilius, sweetest of all fathers, Virgilius to whom I for safety gave me, nor whatsoever lost the ancient mother availed my cheeks now purified from dew, that weeping they should not again be darkened. Dante, because Virgilius has departed, do not weep yet, do not weep yet a while, for by another sword thou needst must weep. Even as an admiral, who on poop and prow comes to behold the people that are working in other ships, and cheers them to well-doing, upon the left-hand border of the car, when at the sound I turned of my own name, which of necessity is here recorded, I saw the lady, who erewhile appeared veiled underneath the angelic festival, direct her eyes to me across the river. Although the veil that from her head descended, encircled with the foliage of Minerva, did not permit her to appear distinctly, in attitude still royally majestic continued she, like unto one who speaks, and keeps his warmest utterance in reserve. Look at me well, in sooth I am Beatrice. How didst thou deign to come unto the mountain? Didst thou not know that man is happy here? Mine eyes fell downward into the clear fountain, but seeing myself therein I sought the grass, so great a shame did weigh my forehead down. As to the sun, the mother seemed superb, so she appeared to me, for somewhat bitter tasteth the savour of severe compassion. Silent became she, and the angels sang suddenly, In te domine speravi, but beyond pedismeos did not pass. Even as the snow among the living rafters upon the back of Italy congeals, blown on and drifted by Sclavonian winds, and then dissolving trickles through itself whene'er the land that loses shadow breathes, so that it seems a fire that melts a taper, even thus was I without a tear or sigh, before the song of those who sing forever after the music of the eternal spheres. But when I heard in their sweet melodies, compassion for me, more than had they said, O wherefore, lady, dost thou thus upbraid him? The ice that was about my heart congealed, to air and water changed, and in my anguish, through mouth and eyes, came gushing from my breast. She on the right-hand border of the car still firmly standing, to those holy beings thus her discourse directed afterwards. Ye keep your watch in the eternal day, so that nor night nor sleep can steal from you one step the ages make upon their path. Therefore my answer is with greater care, that he may hear me who was weeping yonder, so that the sin and dole be of one measure. Not only by the work of those great wheels that destine every seed unto some end, according as the stars are in conjunction, but by the largesse of celestial graces, which have such lofty vapors for their reign, that near to them our sight approaches not, such had this man become in his new life potentially, that every righteous habit would have made admirable proof in him. But so much more malignant and more savage becomes the land untilled, and with bad seed, the more good earthly vigor it possesses. Sometime did I sustain him with my look, revealing unto him my youthful eyes, I led him with me turned in the right way. As soon as ever of my second age I was upon the threshold and changed life, himself from me he took and gave to others. When from the flesh to spirit I ascended, and beauty and virtue were in me increased, I was to him less dear and less delightful. And into ways untrue he turned his steps, pursuing the false images of good, that never any promises fulfill. Nor prayer for inspiration me availed, by means of which in dreams and otherwise I called him back, so little did he heed them. So low he fell, that all appliances for his salvation were already short, save showing him the people of perdition. For this I visited the gates of death, and unto him who so far up has led him, my intercessions were with weeping born. God's lofty fiat would be violated if lead should be passed, and if such viands should tasted be, without in any scot of penitence, that gushes forth in tears. <laughs>